Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The United States of America. The greatest country this world has ever known. This show is lovingly logical, proudly patriotic, convincingly conservative, and reliably right. You know his name, and you think you know his story. Now, get to know how he thinks. This is the Bob Cordaro Show on WILK News Radio. What a stirring open. It is 9.07 here at WILK. I'm Sue Henry. I'm sitting in for Bob Cordaro all week long. Bob's show, of course, is brought to you by the Marjan Golf Course of Jefferson Township and Mount Cobb, right past the old Scranton Municipal Golf Course. This is the best bargain in golf. Also the best food in golf. You can't beat that. And Dunmore Lumber, 622 South Blakely Street in Dunmore. You get Great service, selection, and price. And, of course, what everybody in life loves, mostly me, is convenience. And Dunmore Lumber beats the big box blues. So good for them. Shop local, support local. It is the thing to do. So it's 9.08 here. As uh, I mentioned, all week long, today is the day when we welcome Matt Birkbeck to our show. And, And Matt's been getting a lot of local press for his book, The Life We Chose, William Big Billy D'Elia on the Last Secrets of America's Most Powerful Mafia Family. I know this book will sell well in other parts of the country. I just I just know it will. But I know it will sell amazingly here in northeastern Pennsylvania. This book was out yesterday on July 11th, so you could start reading it if you are so inclined. I've been reading it. And it is, it's really fascinating. It's a, it's a wonderful read, uh, not only because of the compelling storyline, but because it takes place right here where we live. And anybody, I, has anybody started it? I'm not asking you to form a book club. I'm just asking, anybody start it yet? I know it just came out. Um, I'm, I don't know, about a third of the way through it. And uh, it's it's really something. 
um, you'll you'll see so many references in this book to places in northeastern Pennsylvania um, that are no longer here. And you'll uh, certainly, if, if you lived here for a long time, this will bring back a flood of memories for you. The one place that is mentioned in this book that I was never in, although I remembered being there, but I was just never in it, is a place called Aldino's Manor, which uh, used to be up on Route 315, right? And is there a car dealership there now? I'm, I'm trying to get all my facts straight. I think that's true. It seems to me that if you went to this place, you would have watched many, many of the things mentioned in this book unfold. The book is about uh, Billy D'Elia, who was a, a kid uh, from Pittston, and he formed a relationship with uh, Russell Buffalino, who was a, a powerful figure in the mafia, not only here, but in other parts of the country. In New York City, he went to New York City apparently three days a week and was uh, very involved there. Buffalo, he traveled there a lot. He had uh, relationships with uh, many powerful figures in the, in the Teamsters. And in this book, it explains how uh, Russell Buffalino really was instrumental in making sure that The Godfather got made as a movie because there was some powerful resistance by many people who didn't want that to be a thing. And apparently they bargained so that the uh, word mafia was not in that movie. Uh, Russell Buffalino, um, you know, was was like-minded with many people in that uh, production of the film to say this tells the story of an American family. Um, and, and a lot of people have a great disparagement for the mafia, probably rightfully so, because they were involved in, in a lot of uh, work that was uh, murderous and brutal, and uh, they, they certainly took extreme measures to get what they wanted. Um, but, man, wouldn't you like to see the mafia come up, come up against the cartels? Maybe they are. I don't know. I don't know what their sway is anymore in modern America. But they they had you don't wanna you don't wanna idolize people in the mafia, but they had a they they had a certain set of standards and a lot of them were based upon family. And I, I don't know if if they still had a lot of sway and maybe they do. It's not for me to know. I'm wondering if it would be different. Would it be better? Would it be worse if the mafia had control here now? Would they be able to possibly uh, do some work in order to stop some of the nefarious activity that takes place and and hurts people? I don't know. But uh, Russell Buffalino, he had involvement in so many different things. He uh, had involvement in the, in the dress factories. That was huge. He had a big fight, big fight with the International Ladies Garment Workers Union. And if if your mom or your grandma worked in those factories, you you probably know the story of the International Ladies Garment Workers Union and and the attempt to uh, give the women 
some kind of fairness, and uh, there was a, a very influential woman involved in that whose brother was murdered by the mafia. I didn't even, I did not know that when I was reading this book. Min Matheson was her name, and uh, people do speak fun. We have a lot of history here, by the way. I don't know if we ever do an adequate job talking about this rich history that we have here of all kinds of different things. And when I taught at Kings, I used to tell students about uh, all the things that happened here that were very remarkable. And they actually liked it. If we could make history interesting to people, they do like it. And if we could give it that sense of place that it belongs to us and what we see actually happen here with people that maybe uh, your your grandmother knew or your great-grandfather knew, it it makes it ours and it makes it interesting and it makes it exciting. And I'm not saying that all of this is on the up and up. I'm not this is not an inference I am making that you should lionize certain individuals. But this this book is really fascinating. It uh, shows the, the some of the connection between um Russell Buffalino, Billy Delia, Donald Trump, Roy Cohn, a lot of figures that whose names you probably hear all the time. So I'm really happy that uh, Matt is doing our show at 1107 on WILK. And I have seen the local media give this book a lot of coverage, and rightfully so, because it's very interesting. It's very um at points, it's funny. Some of the stuff that happened between these characters is actually humorous, something I would expect. And and just to win everyone's heart over, chapter two is called Pittston. <laughs> and it, it details Billy Delia's childhood in Pittston with his horrible father, who seems like a really nasty guy. So we'll get to that later in the show on WILK. So please stay tuned for that to tell everyone you know. Um, And we will also, of course, this morning, uh, torture Johnny Lucas, because that's what we should do. I mean, it's fair. I know he gets really, really hammered in that birthday game where he has to guess how old people are. And that's very difficult. It's hard. If I had to ask Johnny, I, I don't even know how old Johnny Lucas is, for instance. If I had to guess his age this morning, I wouldn't know it. I think he's 35, but I don't think that could be right. He seems about that age. So we'll play the uh, fake news game, and I have four stories that are really something. One of them is actually um, possibly local that could be true or false. And when I saw it today, my jaw bounced up off the table. I don't know why. I should expect this uh, from the people who live here and what they pursue, what they're interested in, and, and what their life goals are. In other news, the sale of electric vehicles is just not going well. Now, why do you think that could be? You can't even afford a used car. How could you possibly afford an electric vehicle in this economy? Um, This is where you cut your own throat. You you say to people, we'd like you to have an electric vehicle. You make the price uh, fairly high, and then you uh, kill them with inflation, so they really can't even afford a gallon of milk. And now you say to them, geez, Louise, why are you buying these electric vehicles? Well, quite frankly, because we can't even get a pound of hamburger. Thank you very much. How do you expect us to afford these electric vehicles? It, it just might be too soon. 
this might be the the case of too much too soon where you want something to work very very badly so you give it all this hype you say to people look at all the money you're going to save if you just make this investment and people are dubious because n- number one it's new and sometimes people wait you may remember in your own life how much a microwave used to cost I believe, and, and if I'm wrong, please let me know. I believe a microwave, when they first came out in the 70s or the early 80s, around in that, I believe they were $500. Now what's a microwave? 80 A good one is more, but you could, if you just want a microwave to heat stuff up, they're not that expensive. When they first rolled out uh, the VCR, I, I'm pretty sure that the VCR was very pricey. Was it maybe close, also close to a thousand maybe when they rolled that thing out? And then, uh, you know, if you were like me, you you told your parents uh, to get uh, the beta because you you were in school and you were learning about media and you heard that the beta was better quality. (laughs) Better quality doesn't mean success, does it? Because if we were going with better quality. The ba- it would still exist, but uh, uh, the other the VHS uh, undercut them in every way, shape, or form, and and won the battle of uh, those, those formats, which some of you don't use anymore anyway, and it, probably very few of you. They had uh, the laser disc too, which really didn't do well. But and I don't even know how much that cost. But when you when things are rolled out in the beginning, they are sometimes very expensive and then the price comes down. So maybe people are waiting. I mean, even a a television, look at what's going on now with these Amazon prime days where you could get a television for 35 cents. They used to be super expensive. Remember those big, we were just talking about them the other day where I work. There's the big, the big heavy Z. Remember the Zenith and it weighed 5,000 pounds. Remember those Zeniths and they were, huge and they had the big back end on them and they were expensive. I'm thinking they were $500 too. And now you can get a television for 35 cents. So I don't know if Americans are waiting. I don't know if Americans are suspicious. If you have an electronic vehicle and you want to tell me why it's great, I'd love to hear from you if you're the one that has one. I guess the Tesla is selling fairly well, but this this uh, movement is is not taking off the way it should. Um, Americans are also skimping on the essentials from toothpaste to toilet paper, threatening the growth of corporate America. And why is that? Well, because you made everything so bloody expensive. Now, I'm not recommending that you only brush your teeth every other day. But I am saying that a tube of toothpaste is certainly way more expensive than it used to be. If you're the one that does the shopping in the house, you know what I'm talking about. If you can't get people to afford toothpaste, well, you have to have toilet paper, though. I mean, that's kind of, they they kind of have you there. But uh, corporate growth is actually slowing because some of these products aren't selling well. Also in uh, consumer news, uh, Bud Light is on the banana peel in the Costco. We don't have those here. Right. I don't and I don't know where the closest one is Costco, but they there's something called the Death Star that they put on the label where you see the price of a product. It's up in the upper right hand corner. It's a little star that indicates its days 
as an item in the stores are numbered. So uh, we'll we'll start there today, and uh, we'll move along. So uh, thanks for listening, first of all. Oh, also, because I just have way too much time on my hands. That's good, though. I recommend it. We will play cheesy bubblegum pop hits from the 60s and 70s today. I hope some of these remind you of how happy you used to be when summer came around and you had the radio on and... I remember, you probably remember too, and you were you know, riding your bike or uh, working at the ice cream stand or whatever you were doing. These, I hope this brings back happy memories for some of you. That's my, that's my objective with that. Um, we, we can talk about the mafia and I, I didn't, I didn't try to romanticize them out. Just to be clear, I did say no one should lionize them, but I, I look, look at their place in history. That's all I'm asking. Look at it. It's there. I would recommend that you read this book. This is what we call journalism. Some of you may remember it from a a long time ago. But looking at things and seeing what actually happened here is important, I think. Not necessary to lionize people, but to, to see it in history. History, and I know we, we go back and forth on this, has good points in it. It has bad points in it, but it, it should all be discussed. That's just the way I see it. 570-883-0098, 1-800-437-0098. Frank, who works here, told me that in 1982, his family's first microwave cost $999. When you think about where we we were, were back then, that in in 1982 value had to be a couple thousand dollars. That, that's crazy, but I believe it. So sometimes I think people wait for a product to come down in price before they embrace it. They also wait for a product to come down in price uh, to see if they could, uh, you know, afford it at a good price point. And and many of you probably made an investment in a microwave back in the day because it really was revolutionary and it did change the way that you could prepare food. So that was good. All right, Andrew, what do you got? Hey, how's it going? Speaking of, it's good you're not uh, lionizing gangster movies or gangsters. And uh, like you said, reading about World War II and the Nazis doesn't mean that you're lionizing the Nazis. You're reading history, good and bad. But speaking of gangster movies, uh, American Gangster, Denzel Washington, Russell Crowe, it's in the 70s or late 60s, and the gangster gets a microwave. (laughs) And he tells Russell Crowe's character, he's like, I I could cook popcorn in two minutes. I could get you. And he's like, why would I have to cook it in two minutes? It was pretty funny. But that was like the big deal, the microwave. Oh, yeah. I I remember what a big deal it was. It was uh, amazing. And now we take it for granted. And uh, with the electrical cars, I say right now, and with Governor Shapiro, it's unethical what they're doing, blocking natural gas, which should be promoted because it's clean. And also the batteries right now come from China, the the natural minerals that are used. And China unleashed COVID on us. And we're literally at a, you know, in a cold war with the uh, communist dictatorship in China so we're actually getting battery minerals to from our adversary country. And what's going to be done with those batteries, the effect they're going to have on the 
on the earth. And we know that natural gas is a clean, cleaner source than oil. And if we're, we were on energy independent under Trump. So if we're not, we could get involved in Middle Eastern wars. We were actually friends with Saddam Hussein, who we gave chemical weapons to because he had good, cheap oil for us. So, like, it's bad in every way. It we is. We could get involved it is. And in I, the yeah, Middle East. Yeah, and, and you're right. Some of the components for those batteries come from some very dubious places. Um, some of them could come from here. And you're also right. The production of natural gas, as done in the United States of America, could be... Uh, cleaner than some of the production in other parts of the world and to turn our back on that it's it's wrong it's puzzling andrew why we wouldn't want to produce this clean energy source in our own country instead of letting uh, other people do it in a method that's not like what's done here it's it's kind of insanity in a way right i think there's two reasons one is that for hardcore environmentalists, they still say, okay, well, this is still a fossil fuel, so you're still polluting to some degree, and we have to get off fossil fuels completely. So even Obama wanted natural gas. He was saying it would be a good transition for the next 15 or 20 years, but I think the real hardcore doesn't want any type of fossil fuel. And also then there's the crowd that is like cut America down to size, like America shouldn't be dominant and powerful so if if we restrict you know our energy production and we restrict manufacturing that like weakens us economically then that's what we deserve like we don't deserve to be a dominant you know number one nation Uh, another uh, insane stance andrew (laughs) thanks Uh, the title of the book is the life we chose william big billy delia and the last secrets of america's most powerful mafia family it's a mouthful but that's what it's called and it's by matt birkbeck for those of you who are asking so uh, there's your information This story, again, comes from Axios, which is known to lean liberal, and I'm surprised that they are writing about so many different things that are concerning to Americans and also... Uh, in the in the face of Democrats who pushed this green agenda um, and really hurt people. There is nothing wrong with pivoting towards alternative energy. There, nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. But how you do it, why you do it, is the technology up to date to do it? Those are huge major questions. Just to shove it down people's throats is is misguided. Let's face it. And as people who have texted in pointed out, and they're right, if you have to charge an electric vehicle at your house, you're already getting slammed with the price of electricity, which honestly was so out of whack this winter. People were paying a rip-rigging fortune for electric, weren't they? Remember that? <laughs> You know, you know who you are. I know you. I see you on Facebook crying, and you should. And they were being charged in this arbitrary manner, and it didn't seem that uh, th- there seemed to be something wrong with the billing. And PPL said, oh, we're going to fix it. And I'm not sure if they ever did. I don't know if they just kept going. I know they apologized to people. An apology uh, doesn't go in your bank account, though. You, you can't spend an apology. You just can't. So if you had to charge an electric car at your house with the current electricity prices, 
I don't think you'd be saving that much money anyway, would you? You're probably dreading putting on the air conditioner, but you're doing it anyway because it is kind of hot. From Axios, though, the auto industry is beginning to crank out more electric vehicles, EVs, to challenge Tesla. But there's one big problem, as there is with uh, supply and demand, not enough consumers. Why it matters. The growing mismatch between EV supply and demand is a sign that even though consumers are showing more interest in EVs, they're still wary about purchasing one because of the price or charging concerns. Geez, there's two major factors that most consumers think about, and rightfully so. Listen to this. It's a field of dreams moment for automakers making big bets on electrification. They've built the cars, and now they're waiting for the buyers to come, says Jonathan Gregory, Senior Manager of Economic and Industry Insights at Cox Automotive. Cox Automotive experts highlighted the swelling EV inventories during a recent mid-year industry review for journalists and stakeholders. EV sales, which account for about 6.5% of the U.S. auto market so far this year, are expected to surpass 1 million units for the first time this year. Okay, 1 million units. I'd love to know how many people actually buy cars every year. So that Maybe that is a good figure, but 6.5% of the market. So that leaves the other, what, 93.5% non-electric, which is a huge number. The survey found 51% of consumers are now considering either a new or used EV, up from 38% in 2021. I've heard information that the used ones are... Uh, about as useful as a doorstop, but maybe the maybe they can be. I, I heard the aftermarket on these is is not too good. Tesla's rapid expansion plus new EVs from other brands are fueling interest. Thirty three new models are arriving this year, and more than fifty new or updated are coming in twenty twenty four. But uh, the sales aren't keeping up with the output. Uh, the nationwide supply of EVs in stock has swelled nearly 350% this year to more than 92,000 units. That's a 92-day supply, roughly three months' worth of EVs and nearly twice the industry average. For comparison, dealers have a relatively low 54 days' worth of gasoline-powered vehicles in inventory as they rebound from pandemic-related supply chain interruptions. So the number of gas-powered vehicles, the 54 days worth, is actually lower than the the usual. In normal times, there's usually a 70-day supply. Uh, So this, I I would say this seems somewhat concerning. Uh, I'm not in the car business by any stretch, but to me, if you, I, I don't even know how it really works, but do car dealers, do they outrightly buy the cars or do they have them on some kind of a lease agreement when they're new? I don't know. From the manufacturer, can they get rid of them? If if something goes sideways and they don't sell them, can they get rid of them or do they have to blow them out on the lot because once you have it, it's yours? I don't know, but I'd like to. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Here comes Ed from Shikshini. Hi, Ed. Sue, great to hear you back on the radio. Well, thanks for calling it. I appreciate your patronage here. Yeah, I, I just, you touched on it a few minutes ago. The technology just isn't there yet for EV cars. Um, you know, I, I, every electric device that I have from my weed whacker to my cordless drill to my laptop, those batteries have a very short uh, cycle of recharges. And when it comes to replacing them, they're expensive. My last uh, DeWalt uh, cordless drill, it was cheaper for me to buy a new drill than buy a new battery. That's crazy. But I believe believe it. And, Ed, when these batteries go south, I've heard, I've heard, I don't know, that it could be thousands of dollars to get a battery. Whereas now when you get a battery for your car, what is it, like a hundred and some? And you can usually suck that up and and be on your way. But if it costs thousands, people are, they're just not going to be able to do it. Yeah. And the charge, there's a lot of issues, the charging stations, but the the technology, I just think it's going to come eventually. It will. Right now it's not there. And I think the price of these vehicles, you, you had touched on, you know, how there's a, an overload of them in stock, you know, just like chicken wings, when they hit $4 a pound, nobody bought them. And now they're one ninety nine again because nobody was buying them. Oh. Yeah, one ninety nine a pound. It shifts. Yeah. Well, Ed, uh, I, I remember <laughs> when they first became a thing in the. I, it had to be in the eighties because Buffalo. You know, Buffalo was the place where they started with them. You could go to Wing Night at Champies in Pittston. It was five dollars all you could eat. All you could eat. Yeah, all I you remember could eat. that. And they were yeah. delicious. I mean, I, I, they it's, were. Not, it's not there anymore. But we used to go all the time because for five bucks, you can't go wrong, you know? But now, I agree. Supply and demand with the American consumer is important. And I also referenced the other story where people are being more, you know, they they use discretion now when they buy toothpaste. Mm -hmm. Now we're looking at an electric car. It toothpaste, if they're trying to cut the corner on the toothpaste, who is going to shell out everything they have for an electric car? Ooh. Yeah, it's just not not time yet. It'll come in its due it time. Will. It'll come, but not yeah. now. Oh. Um, I just wanted to say, as a sidebar, I'm one of the founding members of the St. Stanislaus celebration. Um, I don't know if it's still going on because I'm no longer at NEP, but um, you, you attended a few of those St. Stanislaus uh, Polish celebrations uh, with us. Oh, I was honored. You know, I, yeah, love, I don't know if Jackie's still doing it or not. I, I hope so. Well, I mean, th- those were some those were some times, weren't they? Oh my gosh, Ed, the food. 
Yeah. And you know what? The, the whole the whole business has changed, though. Yeah. You know, I I, uh, I was there 38 years and uh, let go in, uh, when they were bought by the latest owners, Tegna, um, along with a lot of other people. But, um, you know, this whole industry from radio to television, the media has really changed. It's really uh, not the business it was. It, it it used to be quite the it used to be quite the business. It uh, you know yeah, it, you it, had some reverence for it. It was done yep. in a, a a very professional manner. You had those reporters like uh, Bob Reynolds, Paula's yep. late husband, and he was he was a bulldog. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, 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 I even, love that. Yeah, it doesn't even have the cachet with with young people. Like no. it used to be, Mm-mm. you wanted to work in this field. But now it's hard to even find, you know, MMJs and, and people to work behind the scenes because it just doesn't have that kind of appeal anymore. No, it doesn't. And because they, yeah. they finally figured out what we didn't know, uh, the money's just not there. You used to do it almost for the prestige and the money was secondary. Yeah. Now they're like, I'm not working at a overnight to be paid $9.95 <laughs> an hour. I'm just not doing it. Electric cars are starting to pile up. People are making hard decisions about toothpaste. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, according to Bloomberg, uh, Americans are, are hemorrhaging money, and this will be an issue in the election next year. Uh, as, as Bloomberg reports, the president has a middle-class problem. He always uh, portrays the middle class as, as the backbone of America, the spine of America. Well, he's uh, hit you, hitting you in the spine with a baseball bat and destroying your wealth because of some of his policies. A, a lot of people are nervous about the future. According to this article in Bloomberg, more than two t- trillion dollars in wealth held by the middle class has been eliminated since uh, the Fed started hiking rates. <laughs> That's substantial. Uh, there's a figure that says uh, people last year uh, lost $33,000 on average in wealth. This is not sustainable. This is why the electric cars are sitting on the lots. This is why you're price shopping for toothpaste. This is clear as day. We'll talk more about it in the next hour, but we'll get uh, Joe Middleton on quick here before we uh, go to the break. Hi, Joe. Hey, good morning. How's your Pepsodent smile there, my lady? Oh, can I afford Pepsodent? I don't know at this rate. Uh, the Crest and Colgate surpassed it. Anyway, it's, I'm glad you're on. In the last uh, two or three weeks, my, your name has rolled off my tongue so many times. One was in a conversation with Mike Morant yeah. when I was commenting how good, how good you were to the late L.A. Tyrone. And, and that acknowledgement, I said to him about how good you were, especially when it was down in Nanny Cook area. Then a certain individual we know is involved with the event, and he's been spewing uh, inaccuracies. And I said, well, if I say anything or do anything, it's sour grapes. But I said, you know, uh, Sue Henry wrote Radio Days, and I said, if I find the columns, I'll prove to you that this is the story. It came out of from the mouth of a man I adored and hired me at said radio station, George Gilbert. Yes. You interviewed him in June, July 1998 for the 40th anniversary of Warm. And so you solved and proved the truth. And then my hometown of Pittston, a lot of uh, reverence for Mr. Buffalino. I, as a young kid in the early 60s, I was his little 
merchant. It meant that he was a paper boy. And then throughout the years, through a mentor of mine, I had the opportunity to be involved with uh, the Italian-American Civil Rights League, Chapter 34, and their dinners. Uh, if you go on my Facebook site, you'll see uh, Al Martino, who I got to know because of Gilbert earlier, and uh, a tie-in there with WILK. When I was doing the promotions for the Disco Cosmic Train, the first one, every Wednesday night we would have Scooter Man and Dr. Don Bruce, who was program director at the time, do a remote. And at one time, Al Martino had a disco version of Volari out. Oh, wow. So the arm on Mr. Buffalino, and you'll see in the picture Billy and Coochie, my contemporaries that I grew up with, brought him over for us, and it was wild. That book is the, uh, like they say, a record is the soundtrack of your life. That's the print uh, version of my life Absolutely. on Main Street in Pittsburgh. Uh, that's and a, you're very, Go ahead. You're very close to where a lot of that stuff took place in the block where you uh, where I with hang. the food store. Where I hang. It's my place. Where you hang, my I lady. Learned, I learned so much in that uh, place that it's like uh, getting a master's degree. Joe, we got to fly, but thanks for everything. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.